big rocks and all that sort of thing. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and uh, welcome to the new, improved, much more PC Wall podcast featuring. featuring, or rather starring, my old friend John Hotton. Yeah, and I was very glad to see one of the readers <laughs> sending in their designs for the new logo. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he didn't exactly follow the brief, I've got to say. <laughs> Which was to have my name much bigger in much well, better type. Well, that was another reader, you see, who suggested that. This is a, a different reader with his own suggestion. Yeah. I'm warming well, to I'd, it. Yeah, <laughs> you better explain what it was. Well, he, he sent in a, a mocked up, I don't know what you call it, a front page for the podcast that you put online. Right. And it had a photograph of you. Oh, yeah. And it had some old photograph of me. He said there were no photographs of me on the internet, which I find very he hard. He obviously didn't to go believe. to Pornhub, did yeah, exactly. he? Exactly. <laughs> That's where I'm hanging out. Go to yeah. Pornhub, look up yeah. cricket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because that's go. a very particular kink. Oh, well, you know, we, yeah. we, we cater to all yeah. tastes. Go to the behind the pavilion section. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, yeah. yes. Uh, yes, I'm completely thrown. So anyway, <laughs> anyway he, he, he found our pictures of us and put them together oh, yes, true, yes. In, a, in a very stylish uh, front page for the, the Mick Wolf podcast featuring John Hotton, which was a response to us saying, we need designs for that, but we they do. actually need to have in very plain font, the Mick, quite small, the Mick Wolf <laughs> podcast. Quite small, I mean, very flamboyant type with big, like ornate, yeah, yeah with colours and lights, f- and guitars, like lights, glinting fireworks. guitars, yeah, yeah. green like, imagine, flames, ima- green flames. Imagine Ronnie James Dio is yeah. walking on stage. That's what it needs to look like. You mean your name? Yeah, yeah. Right, I mean, right, it needs yeah. to. That's what it needs. Yeah, to, so yeah. me, very small, so everything very small. But your name, like Ronnie James Dio, walking on yeah, stage. Take that on board. Yeah, oh, very yeah, much so. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't keen on the pictures they came up with. The, the no, one of maybe, me. Maybe we should have a new photo session done. I think we should. Yeah, that would be. Great. And you know who we should get to do it? Yeah, I do. <laughs> 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 yes. Look into my lens. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Cheer up. <laughs> I used to you're say that to bands yeah, all the time. You're such a kind man. <laughs> Talking to Eddie so, Vedder. Yeah. You're such a kind man. Edward. He's called it Edward. <laughs> <laughs> what we need now. Uh, um, yeah. Right, so let's dive straight in. I, I just, well, because there's big news. There's big news once again. Big it's, news. It's, as you said, it is as if. They are doing this to give us something to podcast about. It is literally because as if they're sitting there going, what can we come up with this week for yeah. Mick and John? Yeah. Because, you know, 
this shit. They're not going to make this shit up because it's too stupid. But it feels like it. It feels like you and I made it up. It does. It sort but except of does. it's real. It's sort of, so we need to start yes. with the Motley Crue side of things. Because that's much of so. who we speak. That's right. The and, crew. And the revelations that have come out of the camp this, I mean, presume this week or last week. Or I it was, was shocked. Shocked to discover that not only. Is Nikki Six not on the new Motley Crue album? Wow! Yeah, which Why is we he knew, on which we knew anyway, because really? he's just learned to play the bass. Well, he learned, but he learned about eight years ago. So yeah, I'm, that's I'm guessing. Well, no, Bob Rock, no, Bob Rock said he got a lot better, didn't he? So maybe <laughs> he'd learned it. But Nikki had said previously, "I don't think I'm on any of the Motley Crue albums." That was a direct quote from Nikki Six. Yes, yes. I don't yes, think yes. I am on any of the Motley Crue albums. Yeah. I'm not saying that's absolutely his words the actuality words to that effect yes yeah. we knew what he meant we knew what he meant so he came out with that and now it transpires that i mean this might not come as the biggest shock in the world that it, it what, came as know, a shock to me having having dispensed with their strongest link which was the dealer mick mars he could actually play his instrument you know can can play it better now play, than play it ever. real good play it real good Having dispensed with the man who can play the instrument and came up with most of the songs. And came up with the band name. And came up with the band name. Owned the band name. Owned the band name. Yeah. Well, apparently so. That's what they say. I don't know if that's true. You have to ask Doc McGee. Yeah. Call the Doc. (laughs) Well, that's who we should get. Let's bring the Doc on the pod. That would be amazing. The Doc. The Doc was always like like that. Yeah. I remember that story you told me about him. You... One year when it must have been Bon Jovi were doing Donington, and you bumped into him backstage and you said, Hi, Doc, how you doing? And he went, Just trying to make a buck. <laughs> what a guy. I love what a guy. I fucking love What a guy. Doc. Love the Doc. Yeah. We, we should get him on here and also when we go yeah. live. Because the Doc, but the, if anyone knows where the bodies are buried. He, he, well, he did well, most he of the burying, exactly. to be honest. <laughs> By the way, in, uh, for, for younger readers, yes. or new readers... Yeah, new readers arriving at the podcast all the time. It's very exciting. Very exciting. Uh, we're talking about Doc McGee. Doc McGee, former he manager. used to manage Bon Jovi... And the crew. Until he was sacked by the crew. (laughs) Or he sacked them. I can't remember what way around it was. I think it was... It was a bit of both, wasn't it? They were out of control. It was after the bullet train incident, wasn't it? Well, no, no, no. It was after Moscow Music Peace Festival. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Because they they didn't get as much pyro. As Bon Jovi. Yeah. Well, they had a moratorium on pyro. No one, no one gets pyro. And then when Bon Jovi came on, guess what? Pyro. Yeah, Doc had nothing to do with no, uh, it. No way was he riding the right <laughs> horse there. <laughs> There's no way. He was he riding went... the steel horse with the six strings. He He's... wasn't riding the fucking. He was looking at Motley Crue and going, now that's a great band. They've had an album that got to number two. Yeah. They've had a couple of singles that skirted the top 20 in America. They're completely out of control and unmanageable. Yes. Well, you know what Doc used to say I've had to, to me? Bring, I've had to bring a doppelganger in, allegedly. <laughs> um, what Doc said to me was, what ended it for him, he, he said everybody talks about Moscow, and obviously that was the sort of the boiling point. He said, but it had been going on ever since they went into rehab. I said, what do you mean? He said, they came out so boring. Yeah. They were just so boring. Yeah. He said, yes, of course it was 
almost impossible to deal with most of the time. He said, but we had fun. Mm. We had a lot. La- we laughed and laughed and laughed. And now it's like fun Can't is not it. allowed. Yeah. yeah. Don't yeah. be having fun. See, the last time I spoke to Doc, which was after Matthew Tripp died. With, if it wasn't for you, Matthew Tripp, his name would have been forgotten. Well, that's him. what I like to you think is my alive, contribution to the history of Motley Crue. The last time I spoke to Doc, after Matthew Tripp died, and uh, I, he, gave, he gave me an interview about that, and we ended up, at the end, we were just you know talking away about Crue, and, and I mentioned The Dirt, the book The Dirt, you know. And said, oh, it was funny that Matthew Tripp, there was no mention of Matthew Tripp in the dirt, you know, the yada, da, da, da. And uh, I said, anyway, I said, yeah, how much, Doc, how much of the dirt, you know, have you have you read? And he goes, uh, he goes, let me tell you this. He goes, some of it was true. <laughs> so, you know, not saying the dirt's made up, but. Doc McGee, who was the manager at the time, said some of it's true. Yeah. So if you've read The Dirt, mm. just bear that in mind. Mm. Yeah. Do, you mem- do you remember the beginning of my Meatloaf book, which I believe I consulted you on? Yes. Um, uh, the actual opening line is something like, um, "If you touch not me like all this, of this is true. Or, and if you hold me like that. What? <laughs> if you touch me. <laughs> is that the opening line? <laughs> if you told me it was, I'm like, no, it's just something yeah. like, um, uh, some of this happened. Right. Yeah. All of it is true. Yeah, see, there you get, that's a good line. That's a very good line. Well, I, 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 I uh, the dirt, you know, uh, I think was kind of like a watershed moment in music biography. Oh, it was, without a doubt. Because other... Areas of literature had done this for millennia, but not in staid, boring, they formed, they well, it, did it, this, it, it they kind had a hit record. Been, it, but it had kind of been before. There was a history of it sort of in the 70s, but it was tell-all from an outs, from, from yeah. someone who was in the, you know, it was like, like an expose. Hammer, yeah, Hammer of the Gods mm. or Pamela Debar or someone, yeah. just te- who, someone who was around the band. So, mm. This was the band <laughs> going, no, no, this is the shit we pulled. Yeah, but it was, also, it was Neil this. Gaiman that wrote it. Not Neil Gaiman. Neil, it, Neil Strauss. Strauss. Sorry, my apologies. To Neil all. Gaiman. As well, if Neil know, Gaiman. Well, it's a little write. known fact yeah. that Neil Strauss. Uh, it wasn't Neil Gaiman. Was Dave Dixon's friend, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. he still is. So as he far was as hanging I know. around the Karen office. Who Neil picking Gaiman? Up, picking up tips. Neil Gaiman. Yeah, I don't know if he was or not. He, I'm <laughs> saying he was. I don't know. Some of this is true. Some of this is true. All of it happened. I'm sure he came in once or twice. All of it happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um, No, I I, I personally, it's like, okay, with my uh, latest book on the Eagles, which came out. There's paperback on the way, John. Did you know? I didn't know. (laughs) Um, People, some of the reviews that have offered feedback um, say, you know, not enough about the music. Oh, yeah. Well, who cares? Yeah, it's like What's the it dirt, got to yeah, do with the music? Yeah. Let me tell you, there's no chapters in the dirt about the fact, the albums. <laughs> no, exactly. And and when I worked with Doc on his memoir, I don't. I think the closest we ever got was track three. Yeah. If we even got that far, yeah. because it's irrelevant to the story. Of course. Although it's relevant to this bit of the story. So, right, so ah. anyway, Doc McGee. Yes. Who, who pull we it need, back. We need on the show. Let's pull it back. So. 
Doc McGee's been out of this for ages, but the old tricks are still being pulled. Not only is Nicky Six not on the new Motley Crue album, Mick Mars isn't on the new Motley Crue album because he's been fired. It now transpires <laughs> Vince Neil won't be on the new Motley Crue album. Isn't that crazy? Take I've, it away, Mick. I've got because, the story here, John. Yeah. Now go on, what are you going to say? Well, take it away. That's what oh, I was going to say. You Use your AI voice if you can. <laughs> My AI voice? Yeah. What's that? What do you mean? You mean like a Dalek? <laughs> no. Or Hal in 2001. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what an AI voice is. But exactly. Read your story. Oh, okay. I've got to read it in an AI voice? No. I love this. This comes, by the way, from... The Metal Den. Yeah, which is a source of excellent news. It really is. And I love the way they frame this. Listen to this, word for word. Uh, Motley Crue's troubled lead vocalist, Vince Neil, has just let the cat out of the bag in a new interview with Music Universe, the rotund singer. See, we would never be. None of this is unfair. I mean, he he admits it. I wouldn't call him Rotund. We would. I called him Fat Elvis. (laughs) Um, The Rotund singer. Oh my God! It says here they're calling Vince uh, the Rotund singer without a real singing voice. Just admitted to the world in a mocking way that he is not going to be singing on the new Crew album, but his. AI voice will. There you go. Um, thanks to, he's got a ghost vocalist. Yeah, a ghost vocalist. Yeah, you've heard of ghost writers. Yeah, this is a yeah. I get it. It's a ghost vocalist. The book comes out with your name on it, but actually someone, someone else has written done it. it. Yeah. So it'll come out with his name on it, but he's got a ghost singer. I love that. Um, and it's uh, Scott Stapp. Who you remember, John? Oh, from, famously from, from, from uh, Creed. One of the, Creed. Yeah, one of those, one of those sort of post-grunge bands that sounded like a grunge band, but just wanted to have hits. Exactly. But well, that's the kind of grunge band I like. I yeah. De- deal with all the miserable. Oh yeah. Oh the. I've got another million dollars in my bank account. Oh no. Oh no. This is shit. What will I do? Yeah. Oh no. I'll Pass me the gun. Not another hit record. Fucking hell. <laughs> This is my whole reason to live was because I wanted to sound like the slits or something, you know. Yes, I don't know Whatever. where you've gone there, but that's fine. Let, Let, Let me the read more. Let me read more. Let me read The Melvins. I just want to be in the Melvins <laughs> and not sell a fucking record ever. Who is Axel used to say that about Izzy? He used yeah. to say uh, that Izzy's trouble was he just wanted us to stay in the club. Exactly, yeah. No, and I'm thinking, yeah. no, no, Izzy's trouble was you, Yeah, no, Axel. that's true, that's true. But Axel did want to be a rock star, yeah, which is kind did. of the point of being in a band, isn't it? You yeah, know, so, did Izzy. Exactly. so did Izzy. So did Izzy. But he kind of went all Trumpian. Yeah. You know, the minute Izzy walked out, it had to be an Izzy problem. Yeah. yeah it wasn't like, oh, man, I, it, I've known him since I was a kid at school. He just fucking had enough of me. Yeah, we've all had enough. No, it's because he wanted to stay in the clubs. Um, So I'll continue. Yeah. Um, So Scott Stapp has stepped up with his massive Motley uh, Crue style voice. Yeah, I mean, hasn't he he got like a deep... If you're going to get an AI AI voice of Vince Neil... Get Steel Panther in. Well, can't you just go back to the old tapes of Vince Neil? I thought that's what they would do. You get get Vince Neil, old vocals... You feed them into the AI machine and it spouts them back to exactly. you. That's the point of it. Exactly. You can get it to say whatever you want. Exactly. You can get Vince to go, if you touch me like this and you hold <laughs> me like... You can get him to do that in his AI voice. 
You just you can all get you Vince. do you've got Vince's voice in the air, and then you just type the lyrics in oh, that yeah. you want him to sing. Are there lyrics? And he well, no, no, no. What I'm saying is, you've got the AI machine, right? Yeah. And it's got Vince's voice in it. Yeah. So you're now at the AI keyboard, and you're going to tell the Vin- the AI voice of Vince Neil what you want it to sing. Ah. So you're going to type in. Oh yeah. The lyrics. Mm-hmm. That you want Vince to sing, uh-huh. and then you're going to press the button, and it will come out, and the voice will come out of Vince Neil, but singing the lyrics that you want it to sing. Yeah. See, I think this is just a modern version of what they've been doing for about thirty years, isn't it? With, with all singers, yeah. Kylie Minogue, yeah, you know. Well, I don't know why you're picking on her. <laughs> What's wrong with oh, Kylie sorry, Minogue? Oh, I forgot you yeah. had a little thing. Oh, no, no, no. You have a little... Is it the Australian connection? No, no, no. What's wrong with... What's John it? has a little thing. I'm just... You just pull this name out like... Oh, like Kylie Minogue. You should be so lucky. <laughs> Especially for you. I, I would have thought you would... <laughs> I would have thought you'd come up with, you know, I don't know, Stephen Tyler or no, something. No, no. What I'm, try- I'm making the point is it's not just, you know, frazzled old heavy metal singers it's all of them yeah but this is now a modern version now i've actually got some of those lyrics here if you'd like to hear them oh yes i would yeah. i would very much like yeah. to hear them um this is one vince wrote with uh andrew dice clay and it goes like this <laughs> hickory dickory duck there was a chick sucking a lemon. Do you know that one? Right. <laughs> no. No, you, you no, will that, soon. Yeah. That's yeah. their next hit, mate. Yeah. Hickory yeah. Dickory Dot. Look it up. Andrew Dice Clay. Right, back to the story. Neil now admits only three songs have actually been completed. Not a full album. And it literally says this. Like, fake... Fake bassist Nicky Six <laughs> said there was. See, I would say the wheels are slightly coming off of this Motley Crue album because Nicky, <laughs> well, Nicky, because there's no singer, there's no, no bassist, yeah. no guitarist, and Nicky is the one who's been saying, "Oh, we're in the studio. We've done, you know, John Five has written some incredible material." Yeah, I bet he has. Yeah, I can see what Vince thinks of John Five's material. Oh yeah, because John's right. Yeah, he wrote because all those Vin- other hits for because, other people, didn't he? Yeah, because when Vince says there's only three songs been written, what he means is. I've written three songs. (laughs) Does Vince write? Well, I don't know. Does he? I'm sure he did. It probably just comes straight from the heart. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So let me tell you more, because this is obviously very interesting. Um, uh, I don't know who this is talking. Is this Nikki? It says here, we went into the studio not too long ago. Um, It says about six months ago. But then it says in brackets... You see that in Motley Crue terms, six months isn't very long ago. No, it could have been yesterday. I mean, after six months, you've just sort of got the drums set up. Yeah. Um, you don't need long for the rest of the this stuff because it's not there. Yeah. Um, one of the new tracks is called Dogs of War. Uh, oh, and that and that's when they did... What date is this? Is this old? I can't find the date. It says... Um, it says here, John, we're doing a show tomorrow night at a club in London. Well, that was when they came over, didn't they? Well, that was when you were supposed to go and interview them, and you didn't no, happen. No, yes, no. you were. You were. You were on the list. I saw your name on the list. People, you saw my name on the list. Yeah, of prospective interviews for Motley Crue. No, that was the 
shit list. Yeah. See, that was if they were bad boys, they'd, they'd put me in the room. Um, no, they're coming over this month. Oh, are they? Oh, well, then maybe they mean ahead of that or something. I Although know. I was told they did do a club show in, like, Camden a couple of months. So is this a couple of this couple? I don't know. I don't, I don't know what you're I talking don't. about. Anyway, so it says here, because clearly this is the gospel. Um, in reference to the recording sessions, Neil said, it's neat. There's three brand new Motley Crue songs. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Oh, and we're going to film it tomorrow night, gig. Anyway, they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. So to summarise the story, there's a new Motley Crue album. There are only three songs written. Fake bassist Nikki Six will not be on it because Bob Rock's doing the bass. That's just 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 what I heard. It says it here. It says here, uh, uh, Bob Rock... Yeah. Uh, plays ghost bass yeah, because, for six because he cannot play yeah. his instrument for real. <laughs> See, no. because Bob Rock is little known this, but Bob Rock plays bass on every album he records because he played bass on that Metallica album he re- produced. Oh, you mean uh, the one that everybody loved? Yeah, when they sacked the yeah. bass player halfway that through. Fucking album called? I can't remember. I don't know. Justice is this. Justice is that. No. Justice is. I don't know what. <laughs> Whatever one it was, no the Saint Anger. Had, Saint Anger. Saint there Anger, you go. It, yeah, like a yeah. cheese, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, can I have some San Anger? Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah. So you play bit. There's a bond, good, good bass on. Didn't that. Bon Jovi chuck out um, Alec John Such and Bob Rock stood in on the bass on that? I'm pretty sure of that. I'm. Well, I don't know if that is an actuality but anyway, fact, but, 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 but definitely so Bob Rock, he didn't play. Bob Rock, we can say, has played on some of the biggest selling records Absolutely. of the era. Absolutely. Yeah, and he's now doing the Motley Crue album. And, Playing bass. Yeah, and Bob Rock, you know, let's not forget, a few weeks ago, Bob Rock had to massively backpedal when he said, Nicky Six has learned to play the bass. In 2015. Yeah, in 2015. Or he's and been taking he go, lessons. Yeah, he's been taking lessons because he couldn't really play. And people had the nerve, the nerve back in 1987 to call me a lunatic for yeah. writing about Matthew Tripp. Yeah, they've, they've called you, know, you that many times. They since. have. It's outrageous. So there is a follow-up to this. Oh. Because obviously it's like yin and yang. On one side of the equation is Motley Crue. Yeah. Well, on the, other well, side the drummer of, by the sound On the it. other side of the equation is Mick Mars. The dealer who doesn't who doesn't piss around with AI ghost folk. No, because he can write his own stuff. 
Absolutely. And Mick play Mars his instrument. has not been pissing about. He doesn't he need has, someone else to come in and do his guitar. Exactly. He has already composed his debut solo album. And what's it called, John? It's called Another Side of Mars. Yeah. It's a good title, isn't it? He should have called it Life on Mars, shouldn't he? Yeah, well, no, no. I like, I like Another Side of Mars. Another Side of Mars. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it's called. And, uh, and what else do we know? It's, well, what we it's see so, you now. Your report was. Well, I'm not saying it's a suspect source, but it was a source that seemed to be very heavily skewed towards one side. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Whereas this, I've got a quote here from a Rolling Stone writer. Okay. Oh yes. Andy Green. Oh yeah. Who describes the other side of Mars? Oh yes. As darker and more aggressive than anything in the crew catalogue. <laughs> it includes such songs as Broken on the Inside, Lonely in Your Grave, oh. Loyal to the Lie. Oh, I wonder who that's about. Loyal to Loyal the to Lie, Nicky. Decay, Fear, Memories. Is that and one song ira- No, that's three song titles. Oh, so there's Decay. He's, there's Fear. Uh, so there's Decay. Yeah. Fear, yeah, memories, memories, <laughs> and erased. Has he got? It sounds a bit nine inch nails and alone, which is, I think, obviously going to be a cover of the heart song. <laughs> and on, as, as memories is a cover of probably memories. memory all alone in the moonlight. No, no, it'd be memory like a bag of cocaine in the chair. <laughs> Lots of crystal meth memories of the way crew were. Yeah, but that song's not called Memories, is it? It is now. <laughs> it is if the dealer says it is. So there you go. So the dealer, the dealer went on to say that he won't hit the road in support of the upcoming LP. Mate, he's had enough of that. I'm done touring, he said. If somebody really, really wants a one-off or a couple of nights, I would probably do it. Wow. Let's get him over, John. But all that travel, travel stuff on planes, I'm way over it. Yeah. So we're not going so to get him over then. What else do we know? Mars has launched a lawsuit against his former bandmates, claiming they are frauds who've been faking all their live performances. Well, I think we've, well, I mean, uh, we've gone a long way to establishing... With Vince Neil's AI voice, fake Mickey Six, all of that sort of thing, that you know, and no Mick Mars. I think that, and then, uh, and then TMD reported that the crew's forthcoming studio album, their first in fifteen years. <laughs> I think this is going back to your source because they do seem to be quite anti. Is a hundred percent AI composed? What? <laughs> well, even the songs. 100% AI composed and features AI vocal performance from Scott Stapp and ghost bassist Bob Rock. The ghost album's bassist? Yeah. So you see what I mean when they say they could have been making this up just for us? It, it does sound like it. I mean, at this moment, they have gone beyond. They have gone beyond They've the gone realms beyond, of death. But Mick Mars has... Mick Mars has rec- see, Mick Mars has recorded with Michael Wagoner. I mean, he's a proper producer. There you go. I'm not saying Bob Rock's not a proper producer. No, but he's got Michael but Wagner. He's got Michael in there. Wagner, yeah. Well, um, it says and here. This is, this, is a, this is a quote from somebody, Burton. Bunton? Burton? 
somebody anyway he's the lone vocalist on Mick Mars's album this guy Bunton whoever he is he's what right? he's the lone vocalist oh, on, Mick Mars. on Mick Mars's album yes goes what's his Emma Bunton he's talking Emma he, he's Bunton to, he's talking about Mick let's just listen he's talking about how loud you know when we described Mick Mars's living room oh yeah when he said he's got all the Marshall stacks and everything which he has yeah, he has the power goes out it's so loud this guy Bunton says he says it's louder than anything you've ever heard in your life it's louder than a jet engine I'm not exaggerating he runs through so many cabinets and heads and everything. It's insane. Right. That's how loud the Mick Mars album is. You see, there's nothing fake about that. Bunton is from Alabama. Emma. And no, but he's just called Bunton. Emma. And he was in Mars Electric. Was that Mick's band? No, no, that was just, his own just, band. Just a pure coincidence. That was his own band, Mars Electric. Mick only employs people who have some connection with the word Mars. Are you serious? What, yeah. Get the fuck. Get out of it. Forget Mars Electric. Bunton. You've not okay, heard of Bunton. Another, give me another example. You, you mean, you're supposed to, you know, it says on the website, Rock's Premier Writer. <laughs> and you're telling me you've not heard of Bunton from Mars Electric. <laughs> you know, I, mean, I, think I've sake. Got, I think I've got an AI memory. And then... There's a tweet to round this whole thing off. There's a tweet from Randy Rocket Cody. Okay. Hang on, hang on. Randy Rocket Cody. Yeah, I don't know who Do he is. Do you think Rocket is his real a name? Good, it's, Randy Rocket's a good name. Yeah, it? it is. Randy well, Rocket Cody. Why did you Cody. throw Cody in there? Okay, this is his tweet. I'm going to read his tweet. This is the word of Randy Rocket Cody, not me. Okay. I, I call it so, I, that's Randy Rocket Cody. Not yeah, all right. He's, can I just say, John <laughs> is very, very worried about us being cancelled, aren't yeah, you, Yeah, oh, I'm worried about you being cancelled. But I've got my strategy <laughs> for when you Which are. is, it was, it, all, it was not me, it was the other bloke. Yeah, yeah. exactly, pretty much, yeah, yeah. Well, John was saying, I can't even say chicks with dicks anymore. Which I would never in See, any way, except in a purely satirical sense. Very heightened Do you want me to get on? Do you want Sorry, to, yeah, do you no, want to hear what Randy Rocket... Oh, well, you're just stop, gonna, stop preambling with, bloody, this isn't me, this isn't me. You're just going to burble on in your silly... This is you, it's okay. you really, go on. I called it again months before everyone else, two exclamation marks. Industry source, quote, Nikki Six fired Mick Mars for, quote... Being too old, and told the guitarist, "You're not ever welcome back." Wow! Wow! You're, You're too. Uh, can you imagine? I mean, look. Let's say Nikki Six is no fucking spring chicken. Well, he's is he? sixty-five now. There you go, and Nikki Mars Six. Is what, Sixty-five year old Nikki Six saying to someone you're too he's old. Saying to someone you're too old. You're too old to do what? Be in Motley Crue. Stand this, there and be the this, only musician in yeah, the band. Yeah, being Motley Crue, this band of young, hip guys. Yeah, we're only 65, man. Check <laughs> us, you know. We need a, we need a younger guitarist, somewhere in their 60s. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like John Five. John Five. John five He's, and a half. John Five and a half. How old's he? Five and a half. 65 and a half. Hey! There he is. Um, so the dealer's got his album ready to go. And you know when it's going to arrive? On the same day as his lawsuit. 
Yeah, that's what I'd do. Oh. I'd drop the album and the lawsuit the same He hasn't time. already dropped the lawsuit? Oh, maybe he has, I don't know. But then you can always add to them, can't you? You, always oh. add, you can take a new deposition and add it in. Yeah. You can say, yeah, well, I got a tweet from Randy Rocket Cody that said, Nicky Six said, Mick Mars is too, too old, old to be in Motley Crue. And yet, let me know, let me rephrase that. Sixty-five-year-old Nikki Six said, "Mick Mars is too old to be in Motley Crue." Can you imagine Mick Jagger, who's now eighty, saying to Keith Richards, who's now I think three hundred and eighty, yeah, um, yeah. "You're too old. You're too old. Yeah, to do what? Come off it. Stand yeah. here and fucking uh, 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 uh. yeah." <laughs> I mean. I mean, Mick's a much better guitar player than Keith Richards. Yeah, obviously. obviously. Yeah. Well, he, Keith Richards might be a great guitar, but he always has another guitar player with him. Of course him, he does. Because he to play the guitar, get a bit, you have a bit of time off during the gig or whatever. He has to put that cigarette in the end of his guitar. That takes a while. <laughs> Mick Mars is the only guitarist in Motley Crue. If Mick Mars stops playing, you know about it. Well, well. You know about it because the music keeps going, but yeah, Mick's but, walked off. Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> Did yeah. you know Keith Richards only has five strings on his guitar? It's a little-known fact. I didn't know that, no. Since the 70s. Okay. You see, he's a five-string hero. He is. He you see, makes it a bit easier. You know the other reason? You know the makes other... it a bit easier to go, Up to you, mate. You're yeah. gone. You yeah. take the rest. You see, you know the other thing about uh, Mick Mars's guitar. Oh, go on. It's louder than a jet engine. Yeah. That's how you know Mick Mars is playing. So so c- clear this up, because when you said it's really noisy, I-, I was picturing Mick in his cave-like lair, his sort of bat cave. Well, that's Mars what he said. He's built, he lives, now lives in New Orleans, if you don't know. That's where Mick Mars lives. Not LA, he's got rid of all that. No, New Orleans. New Orleans. Narlins, Narlins. they call it. Narlins. Got a big house and in his living room. Gothic so he, splendor. Yeah, of course he does. So he doesn't have to move around too much. He's got all his Marshall cabs and everything in his living room. Right. And he periodically fires up his <sighs> his axe, you know. That's and what for happened. miles around. Miles around Narland, you hear it. Yeah. Yeah. You feel it. Yeah. You know it. Yeah. You've been dealt. Yeah, by the dealer. Yeah. Oh yeah. Would you like to explain to the younger readers or this well, okay, one of the, the many de- why he's referred to as the dealer. Again. Say what? Why he's referred to as the dealer? Yes. Well, Mick Mars. You younger readers will be surprised to know Mick Mars is not his real name. No. It's just the same as Nicky Six is not Nicky Six's real name. No. What is his real name? Matthew Tripp. Yep. Yeah, well, it, 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 isn't it? Nicholas it was Ferrano, once. It, it? No, it's Frank Ferrano. <sighs> not Nicholas Ferrano, is it? Francis Ferrano. Yeah, Frankie. Frankie Ferrano. Hey, you seen that guy? Frankie two times. They, you know, he's like one of those sort you of... You've seen Frankie Fostrick. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. Goes on and on about yeah. the bass. He can't... Motherfucker can't play the bass. So at some point in the very early 1970s... Oh, yeah. Robert Deal, oh, yes. a.k.a. Bob Deal... Who already had his own band, Motley, Motley Crue... Became Mick Mars... And remains Mick Mars. But so, his real name's Bob Deal, so we call him... The Dealer. The Dealer. Because he is. Because he, he, well, he deals out some heavy shit to Nicky Six. He is the... He is... Years ago, Metallica were playing in Miami. Yeah. And me and me best meet in those days, a photographer. I can't remember his name. We were there. <laughs> 
and um, you're sitting in this club, really bored, um, drinking just to fill the time, really. Yeah. And uh, and we were just sat at the bar, morose. And this kid came over, and he's like, says to Ross, he says, "Hey man, hey man, you you got any shit? You guys look like selling shit." And Ross looks at him. He goes, "We are dealers in death. Do you want? Do you wish for death?" <laughs> and the kid literally fucking yeah. shat himself and ran away. And I said, "Why'd you say that?" He goes, "Fucking wanker!" You know. He goes, "I don't sell drugs." I said, "No, you, yeah. you take them sometimes. I've never seen you selling them." Yeah. And that's like us. We are dealers. Yeah. In, in truth, but, oh, oh okay. I prefer death. Okay, yeah. yeah. Mm. Truth is overrated. Death, you can rely on. Yeah, hey, that's true. That's a philosophical yeah. point. It is. Yeah. Now, I just noticed while you were waffling away there. Yeah. Um, it's sometimes hard to figure out who's talking, but th- this really intrigued me. So it says, um, Vince said, "This is a quote." Well, we've written the songs. And then we had Bob Rock, our producer, come in and take a listen to him. And he goes, we got some studio time and went in and recorded. Now, this is the bit that I love. I didn't record with the band because I'm in Nashville. Yeah. And they're in L.A. You know, insurmountable problems. So he goes, they recorded the tracks in Nashville. And then I did like a Zoom call to the producer <laughs> for three days. And I did yeah. all the songs. And they Down tur- through via Zoom. Yeah, yeah, for three days. And they turned out really well. Love this. One of them is a cover of the Beastie Boys song, Fight for Your Right to Party, on the new Motley oh Crew album. Oh, my God. I think the dealer got out just in time. Uh, yeah. The, um, you know. So it says here, TMD, oh, it's TMD, that's the metal, we're talking about the same metal place. dude. Has been tipped off that Neil never sang one note on any of these new cruise songs. Yeah, but hang on, hang on. He just said he did it through Zoom. He did it via Zoom. So the guy's got it wrong. I don't I mean, understand do you not, any of this do you, story. Do you not want to hear Vince Neil singing via Zoom? <laughs> I do. <laughs> I would like that. And here's yeah. a... Oh, look, oh, it's a great picture of Vince Neil here. Look, look at that. Hey? I think that goes beyond rotund. Yeah. How do I... Okay, so the, yeah, there's three people in the picture. Yeah. Oh, no, this is... this Is, is this uh, Scott Stapp? I was saying, I was thinking that might be him. Sort of nondescript. There's Scott Stapp. There's, I mean, I, I presume this is Mrs. Vince Neil. Who is, else? Is would, there a Mrs. Vince? Who Neil? else would Vince Neil? What other girl would Vince Neil be with other than Mrs. Neil? <laughs> On a random, yeah, yeah I mean, one night in nowhere yeah, basis. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's no way Vince would be with anyone other than Mrs. Neil. Well, so that, that that's Scott Stapp. That's Mrs. Neil and Vince Neil. I think the easily way identified. I think the way she's standing. Makes her look more like a Mrs. Scott Stapp. Oh, do you think? Well, you know. Yeah, oh, they... oh, hang on, hang on. No, it doesn't say. Uh, so anyway, John, here's... That's, that's what's happened to Motley Crue. And, I mean, let's get this straight. This is just in the last week. So 
this yeah. time next week. Yeah. And well, we kept, well, actually, we should end on the exclusive revelation that you said I could say. Oh, go on. That Motley Crue will, when they come to England, if they come to England. I don't know if they're coming no, to I'm England. told they're coming this month. He's October. told they're coming this month, and they have been told they are being interviewed by... Your old meat... What was it? Legendary? No. Uh, Rock's Rock's greatest writer. Writer. Yeah. Me. Yeah. I'm interviewing them. Yeah. So, what's your first question? Where's the dealer? Yeah. Wh- yeah. <laughs> absolutely. And then, which one of you is AI? <laughs> which one of you is? <laughs> am I actually speaking to you, or yeah. is this your AI representation? And Nikki, apart from your fake base, yeah. Who plays the bass on the album? Yeah. Is his name Bob? Yeah, Nikki, and I don't mean the dealer. Nicky, you've now admitted you didn't play. You don't think you played on any Motley Crumbs. So who was it, Matthew Tripp? Can you <laughs> Not find asking him that? Can you was find it clear Tripp? the guy's name after his death? <laughs> I think he just wants to kick his ass. That's the. That's all I've. Yeah, he wants to kick my ass, but he didn't manage you. Yeah, well, you mean he couldn't find you? Yeah. <laughs> Um, and now he's 65. I'm not bothered. Oh, yeah, any, I'll, I'll get it to you. Oh, now yeah, you're talking. Put that, could, that could be yeah. a good stick him up. St- stick him up. <laughs> <laughs> what are you in the playground in 1953? <laughs> stick him up. Isn't that when the milky oh, you, bar oh, kid goes good, in with his guns? Good, what do you say? Oh, good, what was it you and Axel used to say to each other? Knives or guns, motherfucker. That's right. Yeah. That's how, you know. That's how I will begin it. And you had neither, so you were... <laughs> he wasn't talking about me, he was talking yeah. about Vince. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, Vince, Vince didn't need a knife or a gun. No! Vince I wouldn't just need to look Vince. at him. No! I wouldn't fight Vince in Fuck a million no. years, no Fuck way. Fuck no! Yeah. The geezer's a killing machine. Yeah, he is. I mean, okay, he's carrying a few extra pounds. Yeah, but... That, uh, yeah, but didn't so stop was, Tyson so Fury, was, did Yeah, it? exactly, yeah. Yeah. Won't stop Vince Neil. I've got to look at that picture again, actually, because it is quite... Oh, where is it? Here it is. Oh, I've got a picture of the dealer. Ooh, it... the dealer's got a song called Killing Breed on his new album. Is he? Yeah. I think this TMD guy's just making this shit up. But it's quite good shit. <laughs> Says here, the I love this, the crew's ex-limo driver, Al Bowman, went on the record recently... To admit that Vince Neil is, quote, drinking himself to death, oh. unquote. And so it appears... How do you, that's, that's a subjective judgment. How do you make that judgment? Well, possibly if the bloke's flat down on the floor yeah. in a pool of beer, and, I suppose. And, you know, clearly there's Vince standing next to someone who could be Mrs. Vince looking at a million dollars. A million dollars? He looks like a sack. Of, of notes and detritus. He looks good to me. Well, all I can say is is that if this interview with the crew comes together, should take place. It's from a it's from it's for a very prominent national newspaper yeah, yeah. that everybody reads. Yeah. Um, uh, I will, it, it of com- course. It comes after thirty-two pages of Brexit updates <laughs> and bring back Boris. Yeah, bring back hanging. Yeah. <laughs> It's a Sunday newspaper of repute. Of record, yeah. Of repute. Yeah. It's been around many oh, years. yes. And I remember the first, it's a Sunday Express for yeah. younger readers. Yeah. Um, 
the first story I ever did for them, uh, I was so excited to see it because like the cover of the review section, nothing to do with politics, it's just me interviewing someone. And uh, um, so I go to the shop to buy the paper because you can look at it online, but you need to. You, have yeah, to you need it in your hand. It's paper. Yeah. You've got to hold it. Look, I did that, you know. I was so, so, um, uh, what's the word? No, uh, self-conscious when I bought it because the front page that day was um, something like, you know, bring back Boris. Yeah, well, it would be. Yeah. Boris to the rescue. Yeah. We love Boris, one of those. And we hate Megan. Yeah, yeah. one of those. Yeah. 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 So paper of repute. Um, and I will. Ask them yeah. face to face. Will they come on this show? Yeah. Oh, yes. You must ask them that. Yeah. I'll also ask if they'll come and do the live, the live gig. With can you show. can you ascertain from Nicky Six whether he does still want to fight me? Are you worried, John? No, no, not, not in the slightest. No. Knuckles. Sixty-five year old Nicky Six. I'm going to play him this. Yeah. I'm going to say, Nicky, you, you do to, that. This guy's call, this dude is calling you out. Yeah. Well, Nikki. the last, the last time, let's face it, the last time he was looking for me, he bought a baseball bat. So he obviously <laughs> thought I was trouble. He didn't just come up with stick him up. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because I know it's true. Right. And on that bombshell, we wish you adieu. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. How do I stop this, Fern?